Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. We would like to thank our friends at Premium Bar Products for sponsoring this episode. If you're ready to step up your game at your home bar, check out premiumbarproducts.com to choose from their wide selection of glassware, all of which can be custom engraved with your personal message or logo. And there's no minimum order. So after the episode, head over to premiumbarproducts.com and check out everything they have to offer. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is the Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, we got the mic set up. We're sitting in your living room. We're at Jeff the Bend Farm. We got some pretty big announcements to make today. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a little bit of fun in here tonight, talk about our challenge that we're laying out. But we're, we got a guest on today. We do. Hey, mm. And he's a returning guest. Mm. He's a fan favorite. Mm. <laughs> we got Mr. Rob Carter, Mr. Shelbyville himself. Thank you for having the, me. The great Kentuckian. It's Fourth of July, guys. Oh, Fourth of July, my kind of my time of year. You know, I'm a vexologist. What What's a vexologist? Is that a flag a curator of flags? It, it is. It is. I'm an American flag collector. I have flags that date back to pre Civil War, all period, correct, and different star counts. So. Just something I do, and you're and you're wearing the Constitution. Wearing the Constitution today. Yeah, you got your uh, mm-hmm. thirteen colony flag on, and your American Eagle, and mm-hmm. you we we the people. We you the, got stars stars on your socks. We the people hat. We the people hat. So, Dressed I, to the nine. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> ready to drink some bourbon today, is, Rob? I am. Well, let, well, let's tell us what we got on our glass, Jim. All right, so this is, uh, and we've had this on an episode. At least we've talked about it before. No, I think we drank some before. Did we? Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, this is my personal blend, and this is a blend that I do um, occasionally, maybe once a year or so. Actually, it's been a little bit more than a year since I did it the last time. But this is a blend that I do to make bottles to give away as gifts. So, um, and you have one, yeah. Um, so, uh, I usually make them six to 10 bottles at a time and, uh, it's three components. I won't tell you what the three components are because that's what makes it so special is that I don't divulge what it is and everybody gets to kind of guess at it, but I'll never tell, um, three components. It's a blend and it's kind of my blend. It's my profile. It's what I like. If I were to have my own perfect whiskey, this would kind of be it. And I think when you drink it and you taste it. It'll, it'll kind of make sense to you a little bit. But the name of this one is called Old Hoot. Like an owl. Like an owl. But that was actually uh, my grandfather's moniker. That's what, that's what everybody called him, all his friends. They called him Hoot. Mm. Isn't a moniker that little eyeglass? That's a monocle. Monocle. Moniker is like a, a name. Good catch, though. These big words you guys <laughs> are throwing out on me. Man. I'm getting but, educated. There you go. <laughs> but he was a Kentucky man. He lived in the in the hollers of Kentucky, and he grew up here his whole life. And uh, he did drink just a little bit of bourbon. But he didn't have his own distillery. He didn't have his own brand. He didn't, you know, do anything related to whiskey. But um, he was my grandfather, so I just named a named yeah. kind of named a bourbon after him. Yeah, that's uh, special. Old right there. Did you look like him? I don't think I look like him. Um, we're, we're, 
or you know, we're a little bit further apart. I think I look a little bit more like my dad, probably. He's from my mom's side. Uh, so when I think of old hoot, I think of the owl on uh, that lollipop commercial. How One, long does it? Yeah, two, three. <laughs> yeah, how long does it take to get to the center of a what is it? Lollipop. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's yeah. taste this thing. I'm I'm guessing why you guys are sipping on it. I'm just guessing this is a high rye somewhere in there. At least rye. There can't be no wheat in here. Well, I'll tell you this much. There are some rye bourbons in there. All right. So, but I won't tell you whether or not there's not a wheat in there. That I'm just be, guessing. You said your profile. so It's I mean, my profile. So, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. So I'm going to hold back my notes to hear what you guys say first. Well, I got on the nose. I got some some nuts or peanuts in there, I think. I I, I can smell some peanuts. Mm. You know, this is the part that I suck at, guys. A little chocolate. <laughs> I got just a, a chocolate note, maybe just a cacao bean or something. Let me keep sipping. Maybe it'll come to me. So, I, Mike, I do also get the chocolate on it uh, that's kind of one of the things i was after i wanted a little bit of that chocolate in there uh, i wanted the rye to be apparent on the nose i get a little bit of the rye but more of that peanut and that's coming out of that and you i think on rise you do get that peanut nutty feel so i would think there's a little bit of heaven hill juice in here from there whether it be elijah craig or one of their other products and that's a great thing about blending your own whiskeys is because you can do something that nobody else can do, right? Yeah. You can take something from, for example, Elijah Craig and something from Wild Turkey and put them together. That'll never happen in the real world, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at least we don't think so, but that, you right. never can tell, you know. But that 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 gives you a little bit more latitude uh, to do some some good blending stuff is take already good whiskeys. And that just because you take good whiskey A and put it together with good whiskey B doesn't always mean you're going to get great whiskey C or even good whiskey C. It could be bad whiskey C. Now, this thing's got it's oily for sure because the legs are just running down the glass. Well, let me taste this thing. I say cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers. cheers. <clears throat> yeah, that's a so so I like the pepperiness and you know, I get a little bit of that. And yeah, it's just a great flavor. You did a good job. Not a whole lot of sweetness, just a little bit. Maybe like a fig that's not overly sweet. Rolls back on the tongue. Kind of that spice just kind of rolls back too with you. And that Kentucky hub, boy, that sucker hits home, doesn't it, Rob? Mm-hmm. It does. That's what I like. And I get <clears throat> I get a little bit of chocolate-covered cherries on the back end. You know, that is that chocolate comes out, mm-hmm. you get a little bit of that cherry in there too. Covered in hot sauce, maybe. A little bit of hot sauce. <laughs> not, I guess not hot sauce. I, cayenne. More of a, yeah, cayenne spice to it. Actually, that's kind of, I'll be honest with you, that's what I was after. I was after chocolate, cherries, and hot pepper. Hmm. If I could get the three of those to happen Man. all at the same time. And I was surprised to find out that I get all three of those into the finish, which is, which is tremendous for me. Hmm. I kind of like yep. that. I'm still getting a little bit of peanut taste on it. So maybe a chocolate covered cherry with some, I don't know, a nut in there or something. I, I'm not sure, but with that spicy, like a, like you said, cayenne pepper, it'd be really good. I, uh, 
whatever little sweetness I'm getting, it, it feels like a little bit of floral something. I don't know what, you know, kind of go back to that honeysuckle thing a lot of times from my childhood. That's that's kind of what I'm picking up on. The uh, This is three components. Hmm. And let's just say we took three different bottles and mixed them together. They weren't equal amounts. Okay. Um, but the average cost, my cost to produce a bottle of this is right at $30. Hmm. So there's nothing in there that's really super expensive. Right. Well, this is intriguing. You taught me something already. 100 proof. And it's really easy to come up with the proof. I mean, you just uh, you look at the individual components you're putting in, <clears throat> the proof that they are, and then how much of the total, you know, volume they take up, and it's some pretty pretty simple math. I mean, the easiest is you take two bottles and put them together, right? One of them's 110 proof, one of them's 100 100 proof. Put them together, same volume is going to be 105. Right, right. So when we talk about blenders, there's master blenders and there's master distillers, right? Right. And they could be both the same thing, but technically, usually they're a different person hmm. um, for distilleries. The master distiller is the guy that's cooking the grain and stuff, right? Um, making the whiskey. But the blender is the person that goes in and picks the barrels out and says, I'm going to put these together in a certain order. A little bit of this barrel, a little bit of that barrel, and this is how we're going to proof it down and <clears throat> gets that right blend correct. Right, and that's a, you know, that's a that's a pretty big job. It requires a lot of samples and a lot of drinking, right? Mm -hmm. I think in their case, it's drinking and spitting, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most <laughs> definitely. You know that that phrase "master blender" hasn't been around as long as people probably think it is. Um, William Sanderson and Andrew Usher are credited with making one of the first whiskey blends in the 1860s. Okay. Um, and I think it was a scotch is what they blended. So it, that that term blender hasn't been around that long, really. Um, when you think about history of the world and how long whiskey's been right, being yeah. made. And what, so when I see a, a bottle that says blended whiskey on it, what, you know, Am I seeing what someone has blended from one distillery, I presume? Well, I think a batch is a blend, right? Really? Yeah. I mean, if you take anything above mm, a small batch, so to speak. Sure. I mean, if you take a rye, you know, a regular rye, and you take a regular bourbon and you mix the two of them together, you neither have a rye nor a bourbon anymore. What you have is a blended whiskey. Right, so it still qualifies as a blended whiskey. Mm. It just can no longer be called either a rye or a bourbon. Right, but when you see blended bourbon, which you do mm -hmm. in the case of Old Hoot, this is a blended bourbon. All three components are bourbons. Mm. So, and you can do the same thing with ryes. I mean, you can blend three ryes together. You have a blended rye. It's still a rye. So here's my perception. Again, you've taught me something because when I saw, see those bottles on the shelf, I thought, okay, they took all their leftover crap and threw it all together, and that's for, you know, guys that don't know what they're tasting. But now you've shown me the whole different concept of this I, and that I didn't even – I mean, I never even thought about. So I, not only was I wrong, I've learned something, and whatever you did here is really good. Well, thank you. I'm glad to hear yeah. that. Glad I think you the blender's good. also making sure that that consistency on those you know distilleries are still meeting that same consistency in their whiskey. They want it to taste the same, right? Mm -hmm. So they have those just 
wonderful palettes that they really do know what they're mm-hmm. they're doing and they're more celebrated today i think than ever mm-hmm. you know we've had a, some great master blenders on our show uh mm-hmm. with jackie's i can and ashley barnes sure being two big names out there right, right. um in the industry well jim this is pretty dang good it's i you know i had it up on the shelf for a little bit and then i visit and then i changed some bottles out and put some other bottles up on the shelf and um i kind of had a hit down there um i'm glad we pulled it back out because it it tastes pretty dang good yeah i would say um <clears throat> this bottle has been waiting for you to get to the point where you can appreciate it i would say yeah i mean i it probably needs age, but I put it under the counter, which is pitch black under there and nice cool spot. So it's not going to tear it up or nothing. You know, it's not going to over age or anything like that. But, and of course, Jim, you and I probably have a more similar palette than, than he and I, or he and you. So, so yeah, you, you kind of, next time I need something, I'll just tell you to make me something. Just make you a bottle? Yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can't make sure you get a bottle of this next time I make oh, a batch. Uh, I appreciate it. So that. this was actually batch 5A. Um, and A just lets me know that it's my original blend. That's my original blend recipe. Batch 5 is actually the fifth time I've made it. So by that same A recipe. So if I ever adjust that recipe a little bit, I'll call it B. And then, then I'll maybe, if I adjust it a little bit for the next time, it would be 6B, which would be the second recipe, but the six batch altogether of Old Hoot. So, well, we're actually here to talk about our bourbon challenge, our bourbon blending challenge, right? For the roadies. Um, and we've laid out some rules for that. And we said we were going to have an episode just on that. And that's what it really is. The first half, we're going to drink the Old Hoot that you blended up. And then the second half, we're going to drink from my infinity bottle that i have which is not a blend really it's that thing probably has 10 or 15 it's a blend it's a blend it's just not something something that you can define yeah i would have to actually you can't say what the recipe and the proof is without doing it using a proofing i'd have uh, to proof it and then i'd have to write down every time i think i would i was gonna say nor nor could you repeat it so yeah yeah that it's not it's it's definitely an infinity bottle and i've kept pretty true on that infinity bottle to get it started i did it different i filled it up with weeded bourbons from i think i put six or seven in there and then we went from there is that the most common concept Uh, you guys have taught me a little bit about the whole infinity thing too so would you would a guy typically keep his weeded's together and Maybe his rise together and so forth. And I don't or, think so. I so think no people, rules, no rules there. Either. Yeah, I think you do what you want. Mike and I do our our infinity bottles differently. He he does weeded infinity bottle, hmm. but that's easy for him because most like ninety percent of what he drinks, other than you know doing reviews, right. are going to be weeders. Uh, for me, I don't really care what it is that goes in there. Uh, it just needs to be a bottle down around about an inch left in the bottom okay and i don't want to preserve it any longer i want to get it off the bar yeah. you know get that bottle in the trash can and yeah. and i just yeah. add it to the bottle so i i fill up my infinity bottle with the small amounts that are left in each bottle until my infinity bottle gets to about three quarters full maybe higher hmm. and then i don't add anything to it until i drink it down to half again Okay. And then once it hits a half, I'll start adding to Change it. Change the complexity again. And I don't keep track of what I put in it. I don't I just don't put anything I don't like in it. I only put stuff I like. If mm. it's a bourbon, I'm it's not my thing. 
You know, and there's not a lot of bourbons I don't like, but if it's bourbon's not my profile, it won't go in my gotcha. bottle. Yeah. Well, if you've already got it all the way down to like a half inch in the bottle, didn't you like it? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Or, or somebody came over to the house and drank it all, one yeah. or the other. Yeah. What this no like you talk about. <laughs> so here, here was my thing. It was starting an infinity bottle. If, you know, some people say just pour that, what you have, that inch in there that you have, but then you're just really pouring whiskey from one bottle to the other bottle and you're still going to have that half inch in there so my thought process is i'll fill it up halfway and get a bottle started that way that whiskey's not really going bad you know it's pressing more air out of there and i kind of do what jim does and then i you know i'll have a weeder that's i've drank down pretty close and i'll pour yeah. the rest of that in there and it is all wheat and it's usually i don't know i was trying to guess the proof on that thing it's probably between 120 and 130 oh yeah Nice. Yeah, if you allow your infinity <laughs> bottle to go below a half full, then you're kind of defeating the purpose of it, right? The purpose of it is to protect those small amounts that are remaining mm -hmm. from oxidation. Yeah. And the way you do that is put them in a bottle where there's a smaller amount of oxygen. I see. So interesting. So what's the we we got the challenge coming up, and we want any roadie that wants to send it in, right? Yeah. Um, send in two two ounce pours. Uh, that's correct. Well, we're going to need to have uh, at least at least four ounces to do uh, the judging because we're going to have four judges, mm -hmm. and each judge needs to have at least an ounce to make a good estimation of what they think about it. Yeah, don't you think? Oh, I totally agree on that. If you want to send more than that, or you want to send four two ounce pours, that way we can get a good guesstimate of what you got. Um, take an envelope. Write on a piece of paper what you put in there. On the outside, you want to put your name, correct? No, on the outside, put the name that oh, you're calling, calling this, your bourbon, yeah. this bourbon. On the inside, hidden from everybody, is your name and your recipe. So we don't want to know what the recipe is until we judge everything. and then Or, or what the, who the roadie is. Yeah. I mean, we'll know because we unpack the box. But once we get a few samples in, they'll all get mixed together. We won't know. We'll just know that the bottle's got a name on it and it matches that piece of paper. Yeah. Make sure you stick your name on the bottle, the name of the bourbon on the bottle, because, you know, we need to match that up. If you just send us empty bottles, uh, there's a plethora of empty bottles or blank bottles. I don't know what you'd call them. Naked bottles. Yeah. That mean we both have of sample bottles. Yeah. I mean, if you call your bourbon exterminator, for example, <laughs> put a, put a label on the, on the, on the sample bottles that says exterminator. Put a um, a piece of paper, write exterminator on it, and on the inside of that piece of paper, what's folded and taped or whatever you do, on the inside, put the recipe in your name. Just put the two together, put them in a box. We'll give you an address to ship them to, and then uh, then we'll do it. We'll do the testing. And the idea here is that you know, no preferences. We don't know whose it is. We don't know what the components are that go into it, and uh, we're just going to pick the one that we like the best as a group before. So Mike and I will be judging, and they're going to have two guest judges yeah. as well. And I, I think it'll be a fair competition across the board. That way, we're you know, there's no fan favorites out there. There's no favorite in me and Jim's eyes. It's what tastes the best. Um, we'll probably use the same sheet that we use for our blind tasting. I would think um, that we've did in the past. Um, mm. That makes it fair, good score, and um, we'll take take those scores and see who wins out. Yeah. All right. Well, in the second half today, we're going to talk about what the specific rules are 
for the contest. We'll talk about, you know, uh, what percentages, what blends, how many components, you know, what the rules are, when you have to have it to us by. And uh, I guess uh, what else, Mike? Maybe a little bit about what the grand price might be. Yeah. What have you been drinking lately, Rob? Been drinking anything special? Been hitting a little bit of Old Forester rye, bullet rye, kind of in, in a rye period of my life. Go back and forth, but um, doing a little bit of that. And um, I, I hit um, Four Roses every now and then. I get a little sweetness there that appeals to me until I can't take the sweetness anymore. And then I just keep moving around. What about so, you, Jim? You got any new bottles? Uh, anything new. Uh, you know, I've kind of been, over the past couple of weeks, I have been uh, kind of settling into the warmer weather a little bit. I have picked my kind of my, my summer house rye, and like Rob. Mine's the old mm. Forrester rye. Mm. Can't beat the price, right? Yeah, exactly. Can't beat the price. Can't beat the proof. Uh, it's a well-done Kentucky rye. I think it sits well in the summertime. It's a good, it's a great mixing rye. Uh, if you got to have a an ice cold mule, it's great for that. If you just want to sip on a little bit of rye, that works too. It's not overly powerful. It's not going to heat you up. So that's one. Uh, other than that, you know, Mike, we're drinking at least two to three bourbons a week in reviews and so forth. So, yeah, I mean, so we get our fair share of bourbon without having a, um, I don't know, personal house bottle. I've been actually drinking some shine lately. Um, last night we drank a little bit of shine, um, different kinds of shine too. I had some limoncello shine uh, somebody brought, and then I had uh, Donnie and Teresa's. Still had some of that fruit punch that Teresa made. Um, that was pretty good. And then I had <clears throat> some of the regular shine. But then Sugarlands, I got a bottle of their butterscotch. Last time we went down to Tennessee, and we cracked that open and had it. And I served it over, you know, poured put it in ice chest and got it cold. And then I had some old smoky cherries and we wow. had a whole b- bunch of them last night. And then those new cans of uh, Jim Beam's highball classics, the ginger and bourbon, those are actually pretty dang good. What's the other flavor? They got the highball classic is the, uh, it's just a seltzer water and bourbon. And then the ginger and bourbon is the other one they have. It's more like a mule. Yeah. And man, it, somebody, when I first posted about those, give me crap about it and said, Hey, I can't believe you're drinking those. But I'll tell you, if you work long shift or you come home after a long day, you've been outside for a long day. You sometimes you don't want to make a drink for yourself. You're just like, ah, dang, I don't want to do nothing. And those are easy to just crack open and pour in glass and it's made for you. Um, quick and easy. It tastes good. You know, it's not too overpowering. It's, it's cold. That's, you know, it refreshing. Was, it's been a hundred degrees lately. Yeah. 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 So the last couple of days have been nice. And then we had a fire the other night. So there was all kinds of stuff being passed. Had a few roadies gathered here the other night and some, and some of your neighbors, but yeah, we had quite a few roadies here. Yeah. We had Abby and, uh, we had Greg, uh, Rob, you came out. Um, James Hubbard came out. Husband. Was, hu- James husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think who else came out here. Jordan Riley came out. So we had quite a few roadies show there up. There was probably, if you added everybody in there that was a roadie, we probably had eight to ten roadies here that night. Yeah. I mean, that was a good gathering. Served, served some pulled pork. Had a couple of bottles of bourbon down there. Um, some 
bourbons that people I don't think you'd seen or had before. But had that rebel. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> I had to put a weeder out of there, right? Yeah. Uh and I actually had another bottle from uh from Lux Row down there. You'd you'd point out Dave's Davies County. Um and I'd been sipping on that bottle a lot. And it's almost empty. Yeah, we could tell. It was just about gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bourbon I like. Hey, I you know, we get so many different bourbons and that question probably gets asked us more often than not, what's your favorite bourbon? Um I always say free bourbon's the best yeah, bourbon, but yeah, yeah. um Yeah, mine's one I haven't had. I, I get really excited. I've told the story before. We went to the bar and uh, uh, the bar owner offered us anything off his shelf yeah. and he had some great bottles. I mean some awesome bottles in the place. We could have had just about anything we wanted. King of Kentucky, he said, I'll crack it open for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but then I looked over and I saw Casey Jones. I'd never had it before. Now this is not a top shelf whiskey. This is just an average um craft distillery and uh hey i enjoyed it i was glad to taste it glad to try it for the first time and now i know all about casey jones so roadies stick with us on that second half we're going to be drinking big chiefs my infinity bottle and we're going to talk about the rest of the rules for this challenge and we're going to talk about the prize and where to send your bottles to don't go away Well, you know, you can't drink whiskey without glassware. And Mike and I are extremely pleased to have a sponsor like Premium Bar Products. Premium Bar Products offers direct-to-consumer the finest whiskey glasses, cocktail glasses, and bar tools with your own personal engraving. I mean, you can write anything you want on these glasses. Anything from a company logo to a personal statement and there are no minimum orders. Their direct consumer platform offers you the opportunity to purchase small quantities of your favorite glass shapes that enhance the pleasure of enjoyment and drinking of whiskey and make it all very positive. They offer the absolute finest trending and handmade glasses as well as a comprehensive range of styles and all of their items have been designed with purpose, practicality, and longevity in mind. So if you're a bourbon or whiskey group and you need custom logos, you need to reach out to Premium Bar Products. If you're an individual, you just want a few for your bar to impress your friends, to give out as gifts, you need to call Premium Bar Products. They need to be your one and only source for custom glassware. I can tell you right now, the Bourbon Road, that's who we use. Janie and Carson and the team there at Premium Bar Products will take care of you. They'll treat you like family, and they'll take care of you with every order. All right, well, we are back, and this is our blending episode, Mike. Uh, in the first half, uh, we got to try my uh, my old hoot blend, talk a little bit about blending in general. Uh, we got Rob Carter with us. Uh, we house. also announced the fact that we're having a contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You do have to be a roadie, though, right? Yeah, you got to be a roadie to do it. <laughs> All right. So if you're listening to this and you're not a bourbon roadie, it's real simple. Let's tell them now instead of at the end of the show, Mike. So you go on Facebook. You can go on our, our Facebook page, The Bourbon Road. Scroll down just a little bit. There's a link in there, The Bourbon Roadies. Or you can search The Bourbon Roadies and it'll pop up. It's a private group, 2,200 strong in there. Um Master blenders in there, mm-hmm. master distillers, 
distillery owners, you name it. From good people, though. Yeah. Great people. Three rules. You got to be 21, right, to be in that group uh, because we like to drink whiskey. You got to like bourbon because who doesn't like bourbon? And you got to agree to play nice because uh, we don't tolerate any rudeness. We just don't want any scuffles. We don't want any uh, abrasion. We want everybody to get along and have a good time. Uh, you know, if if what you're going to say in that group is going to tear somebody else down, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. We don't do politics in there. We don't do religion. We don't do social issues. We just talk about whiskey. That's yeah. plain and simple. Nice. So we try to lift people up in that respect and celebrate birthdays, holidays, whatever you want to celebrate, we'll celebrate it with you. We'll raise a glass to you and, and say cheers. So later on, as we talk a little bit more about this contest, just realize that you need to be a roadie yeah. to be in the contest, and we want everybody to be in the contest. Right, Mike? Yeah. If you want, if we get 22 packages, 2,200 packages in the mail, then that's a contest right there. Yeah, be a, we had to hire some help. Yeah, let me yeah. let me say, so I've, I've been content to just, um, you know, listen to your podcasts, uh, enjoy a few outings, meet some new people and stuff. But, but I will say it's been incredible what I've witnessed when I've been around you guys and, and just some of the roadies who, who truly – trade out whiskey with you know bourbon with one another and and it's uh it's really cool when i witness it i don't know why i haven't been playing along because you know guys will walk up with a two ounce pour of something they've never had in their life and never had you know can't find a bottle of it and a daggone roadie will share with him i mean that's i don't know that just that that's fun to me and you know i, I need to get involved with that just uh you know, because that's I, I think that's community, dude. That's just fun right there. So. Yeah, it is a it is a community of like minded people that love whiskey and they like to share the whiskey. And uh, people always ask me, what do you do with all that extra whiskey that you guys get? And, you know, easily it'd be hard to drink everything we got. Right. It'd be extremely tough to drink all that and the rest of our lives probably jim i don't yeah. know yeah. Um, so we'd like to share that with people and get them to have that same experience as some of these bottles that we're getting they're just phenomenal they might not get they might get you know some mm-hmm. of the stuff you have to travel to certain states for mm-hmm. if you're on business or you're tra- visiting for vacation but people are going there and buying that stuff but we want other people to experience that and that's why we do do share as much as we do yeah. share yeah i mean at your cookout the other night mike we we had, like I said, about 10 roadies there, and there were bottles being passed back and forth the whole night. I, I mean, know. everybody every, brought samples. Every time I show up. And just so nobody will steal my thunder here, you guys are giving me some great ideas on this blending thing here. And um, I got a – so nobody will steal my <laughs> my name. I've got a, a bottle of Old Carter, some um, horse uh, – what's the horse? Uh, horse soldier. Horse soldier. And um, and some George Dickle I was going to put together, and I think my my name's going to be Carter's Horse Dickle. <laughs> so please, please don't use that on anybody. That's reserved for me. <laughs> no, that's funny right there. I, I think that was all yours. <laughs> all right. Well, the second whiskey we got we're drinking today is Big Chief's Blend. It's my Infinity bottle. It is all wheat. It's all just I 
It's it's a love in a bottle. Yeah, and after you pour these 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 drinks for us here, I'm noticing you're below half full now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to put some more in there. Yeah, uh-uh. it's time to refill. Yeah. Well, you guys know it. Tell me what you All think. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's got a real rich nose to it, man. There's a lot of depth to it. Now, there's a lot of higher proof bourbons in here. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it's got a lot of cherry on it. A lot of cherry, a lot of a uh, lot of other. It's it's very fruity, very fruity. Very much. Mm-hmm. Yep. After a lot of floral notes on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yep. and you know the the oaks coming through too. So there's some stuff in here that's got a little bit of age to it. You haven't just put the the young stuff in. You've put some older stuff in too. Well, there's probably a little Texas bourbon in there too. That's probably that's <laughs> probably where we're getting that from. Yep. Well, there's some older, some old, old Kentucky bourbon in there too. Is there? Um, Probably in the fifteen year range, somewhere in there. But you can guarantee it's weeded. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm looking forward With, to this taste. Yeah. Well, cheers, guys. Sorry, I'm already into it. Are you? Yeah. No, that's smooth. Oh, and that's still soft, though. Mm-hmm. That is still soft. I would almost yeah. If I got this in a bottle, I would probably guess weeded bourbon. Yeah, it's. I don't see any other way to do it. I mean, that's that's what I love, and um, I implore you if that's what you love. If you love weeded bourbons, or if you love all rise, you know, make something like you said, Jim, that you're absolutely want to drink out of. Um, I try to put the like highest quality stuff that me and you get um, in there. Other bourbons I just drink or mix, or you know, if it's not something I truly love. But the bottles that I truly love, and I've got a little bit left, I pour them in there and. So, okay, so would you would you say you were at a, a slightly higher price point than Jim's at thirty? Extremely high. <laughs> I, I'd have no clue. <laughs> no what clue. Some of those yeah, bottles, but generally speaking, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll just say higher, higher than lower. So you yeah. know, I bet there's bottles all the way from twenty two. You're not going to get much cheaper than twenty two on a weeded bourbon. Um, you know, like a larceny or something. Um, or maybe a Weller Special Reserve, but then we did bourbons t- typically start getting pretty expensive, you know, mm-hmm. in that $50 range and, and way up. Um, you can talk about some old Fitzes that are pretty expensive, right? So, yeah. Now, there's no Pappy in there at all. Right. They're just Pappy hasn't seen this household yet. I don't know why he don't want to come visit, mm-hmm. you know. I just I'm just not like that lucky. Maybe one of these days, but maybe I'm not going to chase it. Yeah, you know? there you go. Maybe, yeah, but we've both had it at a bar. Yeah. Oh, I've had every expression of Pappy at a bar at one point or another. Even their rive, mm. like, hey, I'll, I'm going to try that tonight because I want to try it, but the not heck? at the same night. I didn't. <laughs> the heck, a shot of that cost you? Um, I think I've paid eighty dollars for the twenty-three year old one time. Ooh. I think at uh, Dang. uh Butcher Town Groceries where I drink that at. Mm. You know, it it just depends. Vivian's bought me a shot for my birthday before, you know, and mm. I think Jim and them bought me a, a, a pour of it somewhere. We were out, and somebody else will buy me a pour of it, and. Damn! But got, when Rob gets his yeah. bottle, he's going to call us out. Oh my God! Heck yeah, I will. <laughs> you got you got 
You got better friends than I got, brother. <laughs> no, I mean, hey, I got some good friends. You got you got, got a, a pl- plethora of friends. <laughs> I know that uh, exactly. They all bought me. They all went in together and bought me a, a shot of ink and age the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, ain't nothing wrong with that, right? Well, that's major age. That's not. It cost them a dime a piece. All twenty of my friends. That's really just Blanton's, right? Uh, well, I mean, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's younger. Younger juice, right? It's uh, yeah, yeah. That, oddly enough, that's what I drink at um, Barrel Room all the time. Ancient I, I, age, yeah. I actually like it. It's yeah. good, good, smooth. It just it is good whiskey. The eighty proof, mm-hmm. yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Well, let's talk about <clears throat> the rest of the rules for this, Jim. You got it wrote down over there. Let's go over. Let's go over the proof range. Yeah, ninety-five to one hundred and five. Why did we pick that range? It's really a bit arbitrary, but it helps keep the price down a little bit, the cost. Mm-hmm. It also helps the, us to narrow the samples down so that we're not judging from a wide proof range. We're judging from a narrow proof range. So, um, you know, it. I, I feel in general, because you and I drink a lot of high proof whiskeys, that we would tend to side with the higher proof whiskeys during judging. We probably would because of the, you know, how... The viscosity of them that are oily, they're mm. they so complex. They they probably blow the doors off most stuff. So that is fair to keep it from ninety five to one hundred five is a, a fair range. And and don't think that you need to be closer to one hundred five to win the game. I think that you can probably, you know, the old hoot we drank earlier. I thought, you know, personally, I think is a good overall whiskey. It's right at a hundred proof. It's right in the middle of that range. So. Mm. Uh, if I were you, I'd try to target that uh, 100 proof range and then adjust up or down as you need to to get the flavor where you want it. So if you know which components you want to use and when you put them together, they kind of come out to around 100. Now you can you got room to play, right? You can say, no, I want to add just a little bit more of that um, old granddad 114 or something. Say that's one of the components. Yeah. You add a little bit more of that 114 to bring it up a little bit if you want, if that's going to help your profile. So I think it's good. Shoot for 100 and then tweak it just to be in that range somewhere. So just to be clear, are there are there different categories and will there be a like a point system to the grading or just straight up uh, personal preference by the judges? As Here's my here's my. My um, logic, you know, will somebody with a clever name get an extra point added, or is it all about the bourbon? I think it's all about the bourbon. I think it's you know, I fair enough. I'm looking forward to some of the names. I can't wait to hear some of the names. That's, Keep them on the clean side because we want to put well, them on the air. I'll tell you this, Jim the the best name, well, the best name to make this fair. The person with the best name will send you out a sample of Old Hoot and some of my bottle. Oh, okay, so there you go. There you go. That that's for the best name. That, that's not the winner. That's sol- all. Yeah, that solves the dilemma. That see, I'm just looking to invoke some fun into this. Now, our grading sheet comes from the Kentucky Distillers Association. Yeah. They have a, a a judging sheet on there. That's what we used for our blind bottle challenges. It's a fair grading system we've used every time. It works perfectly, right, yeah. Jim? Nose, palate, and finish. Yep. Um, so there's nearly not our preferences. It, it's it's a blind challenge. We yeah. don't know what's in that deal, so we'll taste mm-hmm. it. We'll yeah. take our notes down. We'll tally up the votes or the points points for it. 
and then we'll see who wins. Okay. So rule number two. All right. So rule number one is 95 to 100 proof. Rule number two, bourbons only. So you can only put bourbons in your blend. You can't put a rye in there. You can't put an American whiskey in there. You can't add any scotch in. Uh, you can't add any moonshine in there. It's all your components have to be uh, bourbons. They don't have to be straight bourbons. They don't have to be Kentucky bourbons. They just have to qualify as a bourbon. I think that's that's fair across the board right there, people. I mean, um, that's what we are as a bourbon podcast. Maybe we'll do a rye challenge down the road. Or maybe an American whiskey challenge where you can put whatever you want in Whatever it. you want. But right now, this is just going to be a bourbon. So what do we got next on our list? The next, the next on the list is you have to have three components in the recipe. Three different whiskeys in the recipe. So let's just say that no one component can be less than 1%. Right? I mean, you could make it there. You know, 50%, you know, wild turkey 101. 49% um, old granddad 114. Well, you couldn't do that because you'd be over 105. But you get the idea. That last 1% has got to be something else. Well, they could proof it down if they, if they, you can proof it down. Yeah, you proof it down. True after, art. That's you know, true. Um, if you can proof it down, proof it down. I yeah. don't know if you want to be mixing Weller Special Reserve and Wild Turkey 101 together. I will say in order to get in order to get old hoot to 100 proof, I had to put some water in. So, I I didn't just yeah. combine the you know, the components to get old hoot and that happened to be 100. Wow. I actually proofed it down to 100 after that. So water is can be your fourth component. Exactly. Three of your components have to be bourbons. How long does it take to did it take to kind of meld that in? I mean, when you throw that water in, shake it up, is it I mean, is it you, Yeah, you can't just taste it right. You will taste it right away. Yeah. But it will change. I would say 24 hours before okay. you make a decision yeah. on it. Yeah. Um and then even then, uh it'll continue to change as it sits in the bottle and marries up. Wow. So nice. Okay. Very important. Good point to bring that up, Rod. That yeah. was that was because when you first blend those whiskeys together, um, just shaking the bottle a little bit is not going to do it. Hmm. They have to spend time together. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, so we got, let me go back over them again, 195 to 105 proof. Bourbons only. You have to have at least three bourbons in there. You have to have uh, three components minimum. Bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. If you want the fourth component to be water, that's fine. If you want to add more bourbons in there, four, five, six different bourbons to get it, that's okay. Three minimum. Uh, you have to have a name. You have to come up with a creative name. And Mike's already let the cat out of the bag here. There's a special prize for the person with the best name. The best name, you'll get a sample of Old Hoot, and you'll get a sample. And those will be four-ounce pours, a sample of Old Hoot and a sample of Big Chief's Blend. From my infinity bottle, um, I think they're two great whiskeys. You won't go wrong with them. And what about adding in a Bourbon Road Glencairn? We could do that if we have any left. Now that you said it, <laughs> yeah, yeah Lord, Rob, trying to give all of our merchandise away. <laughs> no, but you know what? I'm kind of proud of my Bourbon Road Glencairn. I like to drink out of that at night, and 
you know, think of all the community. It's it's just good stuff. It is good stuff. Well, just remember, it's important that you have a good name on this whiskey because that's how it's going to be referred to throughout the entire judging process. So when you listen to the judging episode, when we judge this, you know, we'll be talking about exterminator or whatever mm-hmm. the heck the name is you come up with your bourbon that's how to be referred to throughout the show yeah. and at the end mm-hmm. is when we'll open up that piece of paper and it will reveal mm-hmm. your name you're the, the the guy who made exterminator and your recipe that went into making it and then of course uh we'll publish at the very minimum mm-hmm. let's say the top three finishers will publish their recipes on a blog and and maybe even more yeah, maybe even more. And Jim, since Michael is such a cheap ass, yeah, I'll pay for the Glen Karen that we. <laughs> Fair pers- enough. Rob is Rob. Carter. Rob Rob is underwriting yeah. underwriting the Glen Karen <laughs> giveaway. <laughs> I tell you what, Rob. We'll just we'll just Can we'll just s- give you the samples and you ship them out with All your right. Glen Karen. Yeah. How's that? I- I don't know the whole complexity of this thing, but can I say cheap ass on the... <laughs> yeah, you could okay, say cheap right, ass. I said cheap ass. Is that going to be the name of your bourbon, too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> cheap ass. <laughs> right. probably, watch that probably sell. So what else we got on our list? Uh, that's pretty much it. I think we hit all the points. Um, now, the next thing is, uh, when do they have to arrive to us by? And where do they ship them to? And I'll leave that to you, Mike. So it's July 4th today. We're going to give you to August 1st to get us to your samples to us. It gives you one month to come up with your your samples to us, one entire month. If you can't get it in a month and get it shipped to us, that means it has to be at my house by August 1st. That's an entire month, people. I know we can do this. I know we can get it done. So the way we'll get the whiskey to us is I'll write my address in the blog you can check it out on on our website www.thebourbonroad.com go into articles you'll see it in this article for this this post right here i'll probably talk a little bit about blending uh, we'll write our rules in there and then we'll uh put my address down at the bottom ship it here by august 1st and then somewhere in the month of August, we'll do a uh, episode, and we'll uh, we'll judge away. Yeah. So a prize for this, Jim, I think we'll do a laser cut barrelhead. Sounds good. The Bourbon Road. Um, it'll be signed by um, me and you and the guest judges. It'll 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 say first place blending challenge yep. twenty twenty one. Wow. Yep. Um, we'll also throw in a bourbon bullshitter t-shirt, a bourbon road shirt, and one of our Glen Cairns and a ball cap for you. Wow, the whole the whole shebang. You're getting a whole shebang, one kit. You're getting it all. Holy shit. You paying for that, Hyatt? Yeah, the bourbon road's going to pay for all that, right, right? All right? I didn't know. If, I need to chip in for that, too. No, we, we got a little bit of money. I think we do. <laughs> there's, right. there's still a little bit left. We got in a little bit of cash all left. All right. Good deal. We haven't been we, get, out, we haven't been out there buying any big bourbons. So yeah. if we get if we get some people to buy these Glen Cairns and our t shirts, then we'll have All we'll right. be flush. All right. Put me in for one of each. I'm in. I think that's a pretty good challenge right there. I mean, in a in a great package put together with it and stuff. Um that's a pretty fair and not on top of that for all those 
that whole entire gift set mm-hmm. will actually give you some four ounce pours of our big cheese blended mm. and uh old hoot with that. Yeah. And everybody who enters, everybody who enters will be put in a drawing and we'll draw out of a hat for all the entries, whether you win or not. Um, and uh, when we draw your name, we'll have some, some nice gifts for you. So you never can tell what you get in the mail from the bourbon road. That's right. I mean, that's pretty good. Mike, I'm loving this blend. I tell you what, it's got a finish that is, wow. I mean, really long, really long. Yeah, it's a, it's. Sometimes we discount the the whole weeded thing, right? Because we, we kind of vacillate to another side of the spectrum. There's another one, Mike. Vacillate. You got to add that to your list. (laughs) What's that mean? Vacillate. Uh, You know, kind of lean. Call, call it lean. I might have looked that up. I don't look it up. Check me out. Check me on that. Vaseline. Mike's like monocles and Vaseline. I, know, I don't know. I know. <laughs> uh, heck. But, what do you got uh, going on over there? I, but uh, yeah, no, this, it was really, it, I'll say past tense. That it was really good. Um, you know, a lot so, of, not a lot of people reach for that bottle when they come over here. I don't think they realize how special the bottle really is. It's always put out too. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's up yeah. there. It's for people to grab yeah. and I yeah. want people to enjoy it. It's not mm-hmm. like it's the mm-hmm. shameful bottle that people, sometimes people put that shameful bottle out and say, Hey, you can drink from that if you lose or something. But mm-hmm. I want people to, Hey, can I taste that? Your, yeah. your blend. Yeah. But I, very few people reach for it. I think as, as roadies, man, again, you guys have taught me a little bit here tonight. And I'm going to rethink some stuff because, you know, a lot of the bottles that we drink were, you know, they're, they're fairly consistent. I mean, I get it, you know, single barrels, a small batch, those can be different, but quite frankly, most of the time they're not a big difference, but when you guys, you know, do these uh, blends, I mean, uh, you got me thinking i'm going to i'm going to rethink the whole thing and and you know i'm i don't want one infinity bottle i'm i'm thinking three minimum and start to be a little more creative i mean seriously this is this is open my eyes to some things to some different flavors and uh, man hell i'm glad i was here today yeah i'd say if you're going to get an infinity bottle you know if you can get it laser engraved with your you know, if you want something nice to look on mm-hmm. your bar and stuff. And I was, my son and my daughter-in-law is the one that gifted me this to me for Christmas one year. And mm-hmm. I'm glad they did. It's got yep. my latitude and longitude of Jeff the oh. Ben Farm on it. Oh, and, that's cool. Um, it's got a anchor in there in the affinity symbol. So that kind of nautical theme at our house mm-hmm. for uh, the Coast Guard. So, you know, hmm. why not put some great whiskey in it and keep it up on the shelf? Yeah impressed all right michael this has been a great show i think yeah. we've laid it all out there we've had a couple of great whiskeys today really enjoyed your your infinity bottle i appreciate that if you come to mike's if you're visiting jeff the ben farm and mike puts out his his array of bottles i came over to your house the other night too you had quite a few bottles laid out there it was nice sort of forgot about but that. When, when somebody puts out their bottle spread when mike puts out mm-hmm. his bottle spread if you see mm-hmm. that infinity bottle i mm-hmm. highly recommend you reach for it Quite yeah. the quite mm-hmm. the juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listeners, we do two shows a week, right, Jim? Absolutely. Um, we do a Monday review of a craft distillery. It'll be 15, 20 minutes long where we kind of tear apart a bourbon or a whiskey. Not always a craft distillery. Sometimes we'll throw in a big boy. We'll review it, tell you about it, 
how much it cost. Then on Wednesdays, we put out our hour-long show where we'll have a guest like the fine Rob Carter on with us. Thank you. We'll talk about whiskey, what's going on in the whiskey world, Mm -hmm. come up with some cool ideas like our blending challenge. Yeah. So if you like these episodes, make sure you scroll on up top, hit that subscribe button, and then scroll on down and give us that five-star review. You're going to give us that five-star review, or I'm going to summon up that big demon, the big bad booty daddy of bourbon, and I'm going to send him to your house. So make sure you Mm -hmm. give us that five-star review. Please help us out. And if I could say one thing, thank you guys for having me. And this is probably old news, but, you know, if if you drink a fifth, it is the 4th of July, right? God bless America. Yeah. If you drink a fifth on the 4th, you may not be able to go forth on the 5th, so be careful. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it, folks, the fine Rob Carter. (laughs) All right. Well, you will find us on all social media platforms. You'll find us on Facebook. You'll find us on Twitter. You'll find us on Instagram. You'll find us on TikTok. Uh, you'll find us on the web. You'll find us everywhere at the bourbon road on the website. It's the bourbon Mike, we have all of our swag on there. All of your articles on there. All of Adam's reviews are on there as well. Um, you're going to find this episode's blog, which is going to have the entire rule set and all the instructions laid out for entering this blending contest. So make sure you, you, you check out the blog for this episode, the bourbon road.com go to our, articles you'll see it there at the top like mike said we do two shows a week we'd love to have you listen to both of them uh, we also like to know what you think uh, if you've got an individual or you've got a bottle or an expression or a distillery you'd like us to review we'd love to know about it if you're from uh, some small town in the usa that's got your own local distillery and you think they're really great and they haven't kind of shined a light yet shine a little light on them let us know about them uh, we'll reach out We'll uh, we'll get a we'll get a hold of. Them. We'll see if we can't get them on the show, right, Mike? Yep, most definitely. All right. Well, Mike, where can they reach us? So you can find me at One Big Chief. I'm Jay Shannon, sixty three, and we'll see you on down the Bourbon Road. <laughs> Thank you.